0: Before I continue with this video, this will contain huge spoilers in Demon Slayer. Yorichi, the one who almost killed Muzan, and the only demon slayer Muzan was frightened of. And why was he so scared of Yorichi? We will find out today, in this video, of both Yorichi's backstory and his twin brother, Michikatsu. Which is also Kokushibo. Like I said, this will contain heavy spoilers, so you've been warned twice already, buddy. Yorichi and his twin brother, Michikatsu, were born in the middle of the Sengoku period. From where we are at currently in Demon Slayer, the Sengoku period was close to 500 years ago. Twins were also known to be a bad omen during this time, but Yorichi was born with a very odd birthmark that his father looked at As not a good sign and said that he would kill his newborn son. But Yorichi's mother, Akinu, stopped him in his tracks and she flipped out on her husband. She did stop him from wanting to kill Yorichi as they both agreed to send him away to a temple to become a monk at the age of 10 years old. Even though their father looked at Yorichi's mark as a curse, it was actually a gift and gave Yorichi the ability to see into the transparent world, which we do see Tokito use as he's fighting Gyoko. Eventually, we will find out that this is called the Demon Slayer Mark, but even he isn't sure what he did, but noticed how much more powerful he has become. Yorichi was treated like an outcast. He was pretty much like Harry Potter in a way. His brother was treated like royalty, like how Harry Potter's cousin was. Yorichi would be given poorer food, bad education, and a tiny room away from the rest of the house and his family. Man, that's pretty sad. Yorichi was always very close to his mother, constantly. His brother, Michikatsu, looked at this as his brother being immature. But Yorichi was actually helping out with taking care of their mother because she was very sick. Michikatsu wasn't allowed to give his brother any of his own stuff. Even though he looked at his brother as being immature, he still cared for him very much. That he even made him a flute when they were children. Yorichi cherished this flute for the rest of his life until his death. As a child, Yorichi would never talk or smile. He was very stoic. His mother, Akinu, made him Hanafuda charm earrings, which we will see similar ones that Tanjiro wears. But his mother made him these earrings in the hopes... The gods would give him the ability to speak. So a lot of people thought he was deaf. He didn't speak until the age of seven, and his first words were to his brother. He asked him, do you want to be the strongest samurai in the nation? Yorichi then followed that question with, I want to become a samurai too, as he gave his first smile. So now Yorichi wants to be a swordsman, so he asked and asked his father if he can be trained to be a swordsman like his brother. Eventually his father agreed, so now Yorichi goes with his brother to the swordsman instructor to learn to be a swordsman. The instructor then showed Yorichi how to hold a sword and properly stand, and afterwards told Yorichi to come at him, thinking he'd make quick work of him. Shocking both his brother and the instructor, Yorichi took the swordsman down with four moves, Until the instructor was knocked out cold. But after doing this, Yorichi felt bad that he hurt someone and claimed he did not want to be a swordsman anymore because he doesn't want to hurt people. It was also a good thing Yorichi was using a wooden sword. Keep in mind, Michikatsu could never lay a single blow on his instructor, ever. After this, with how skilled Yorichi is, he felt bad about hurting someone and didn't want to become a swordsman anymore. Michikatsu questioned Yorichi's strength and asked them, how did he get this strong and we find out Yorichi can see into the transparent world and was able to since the age of 7 years old. Michikatsu now wanted to become the best swordsman but could never get on the same level as his brother. When their mother passed away from her illness, Yorichi went to his brother's room to tell him the news about their mother and bid him farewell as he planned to leave for the temple that night. Yorichi expressed his appreciation for everything his brother has done for him and that he will always keep him in mind and took away his flute that Michikatsu made and gave him when they were younger. Now even though this is just a flute, it's a very important object and holds sentimental value to Yorichi that he holds near and dear to his heart, as we will see later on in their backstory. Later on, it was revealed to Michikatsu by reading through his mother's diary that Yorichi knew everything about their mother's illness, which made her entire left side of her body incredibly weak, and that Yorichi was actually helping out with taking care of their mother. It was also revealed that Yorichi believed their father would now make Yorichi the heir, instead of Michikatsu and their father would send Michikatsu to the temple to become a monk. This made Yorichi run away from home, from his father and away from his brother to spare his brother from all of this. This just shows you how unselfish Yorichi was as a person. Despite all of this, Michikatsu developed a hatred and became very envious towards his brother for continuing to surpass him in everything so now michikatsu walks around with a huge chip on his shoulder this will eventually be his downfall as a human being yorichi ran away from home he kept running and running for an entire day and night without getting exhausted into the mountains yorichi then ran into a girl around his age her name was uta her entire family had died recently and yorichi decided to live with her and after 10 years together they both got married Also during this time, as 10 years go by, Michikatsu was living in peace, he ended up getting married as well, and also had kids. His life felt a bit boring during this time of peace, but that wasn't necessarily a bad thing for him. Yorichi's wife, Uta, ended up getting pregnant, and right before the baby was due, Yorichi went out to find a midwife to help with delivering their baby. He promised his wife he'll be back before the sun sets, On his way home, Yorichi ran into an old man who needed help, and he stopped to help him. Tanjiro would do the same exact thing. As time went by, Yorichi didn't realize how late it got, so he decided to return home and summon a midwife the next day. As the sun was setting, Yorichi made it back home, but he came home to a gruesome scene. He sees the love of his life murdered along with his unborn child. A demon had attacked his wife, killing her with his unborn child. So sad. This tragedy affected Yorichi so much that he held the corpse of his dead wife in his arms for 10 days straight until he buried them together. Poor guy, man. A demon slayer came into contact with Yorichi and encouraged him to become a demon slayer and join the Demon Slayer Corps. This led Yorichi to pick up a blade again and become a swordsman. Assisted by his demon slayer mark and incredible swordsman skills, Yorichi proved to be one of the best Demon Slayers at the time. Well, he was the best, and at the time, when the series manga takes place. He was still known as the strongest Demon Slayer of all time. He reunited with his brother Michikatsu after a samurai encampment was attacked and slaughtered by a demon, and Michikatsu was left as the sole survivor. Yorichi destroyed and killed the demon, then apologized to his brother for all the deaths of his comrades. Using his own breathing technique, which we come to find out is sun breathing the most powerful form that all other forms are derived from, Yorichi wanted to help other demon slayers and teach them, his sun-breathing technique. Though nobody could match Yorichi's form exactly, so he modified sun-breathing so the other Demon Slayers could use it, but to their own strengths, allowing them to gain a similar increase in powers and abilities to help them hunt down demons. The variations he created formed the first water, wind, flame, stone, and thunder-breathing techniques, and the best of these Demon Slayers became known as Hashira, Michikatsu himself tried and failed to learn sun breathing, so instead he created his own breathing form, creating a badass style which is moon breathing. Kind of like the opposite of sun breathing in a way, because it's moon breathing, you know, but not as powerful. So... Now the part we all have been waiting for, Yodichi soon encounters Muzan, the mortal enemy of the Demon Slayer Corps. Muzan was accompanied by Tamayo, which we all know where she stands currently in the anime today. Yorichi could sense Muzan's malicious intent. It felt like boiling magma from a volcano ready to erupt and consume everything. At that exact moment, Yorichi realized he was born with the skills and talent to defeat Muzan once and for all. Muzan says that he had lost interest in swordsmen as he goes to attack and kill Yorichi. As Yorichi dodges, he then notices that those attacks would have been fatal as he felt fear for the very first time in his life. Seeing into the transparent world, Yorichi could see Muzan had seven different hearts and five different brains that change position within his body. Seeing his chance, he combined all his forms into a single attack, cutting through them all and easily overpowering Muzan completely. Muzan was shocked and underestimated Yorichi's ability as a swordsman. Muzan was struggling to regenerate while trying to keep his head attached to his body. Yorichi asked Muzan what he felt the value was in life, but he got no response from him. Yorichi turned and looked at Tamayo, but he was surprised to see her staring at Muzan's dismembered body with a look of hope in her eyes. Like she was happy she would be free of Muzan's grasp on her. As Yorichi moved in for the kill to rid the earth of Muzan once and for all, but instead he hears this odd sound of teeth cracking as Muzan's body bursts into hundreds and hundreds of small pieces. This caught Yorichi totally off guard as he attempted to destroy all 1,800 pieces that Muzan broke up into. But Yorichi was only able to destroy 1,500 pieces, leaving the rest of the other 300 pieces to escape as Muzan cheated death and was able to regenerate. Even though Yorichi failed to kill Muzan, This encounter he had with Yorichi will forever leave Muzan traumatized, as he never forgot the one and only demon slayer who almost destroyed him. Tamayo was left in tears as she witnessed Muzan learning how to cheat death by decapitation, cursing the man or demon that ruined her life. Yorichi then approached Tamayo, but not to attack her. Tamayo decided to tell Yorichi everything he needed to know about Muzan, and that it was highly unlikely Yorichi would ever encounter him again. Yorichi let Tamayo go as a thanks for giving him all the information he needed to know about the demon king, Muzan. I can't wait to see this animated. Soon after this, Yorichi comes to learn from the other demon slayers that his brother, Michikatsu, has betrayed the Demon Slayer Corps, by becoming a demon and assassinating the current Oyakata. For those of you wondering, Oyakata, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, is another word in Japan for a boss or master. Currently in Demon Slayer, that's what Kagaya is right now. So Michikatsu, or should I say Kokushibo, did kill the current leader of the Demon Slayer Corps, like damn. Now, let's head back over to Michikatsu and see how he betrayed his brother and the Demon Slayer Corps. Michikatsu trained under his brother, he learned how to activate his Demon Slayer mark and create his own breathing style. But Michikatsu did not know that once you activate your Demon Slayer mark, you attain greater skills but it is also a curse because you will not live past the age of 25 years old. After learning this, Michikatsu was scared to die, especially at such a young age. Approached and persuaded by Muzan, Muzan manipulated Michikatsu into agreeing to become a demon, as Muzan told him that he could train endlessly and become more powerful over time for eternity. This sounded great to Michikatsu that he agreed to become a demon, so now he doesn't have to worry about dying at all. As he accepted Muzan's blood, he started transforming, giving him two extra set of eyes, and now he has six eyes in total and a much more dramatic Demeanor. He is like the most badass Upper Moon. Now that he is immortal, he doesn't have to worry about dying at such a young age, which was Michikatsu's biggest fear. Muzan renamed him to Kokushibo, which, as we all know, is Upper Moon number one. He is now the second strongest demon after Muzan, which is funny because as a demon slayer, he was the second strongest after Yorichi. From where we are at now, currently in the anime. Kokushibo has been a demon for around 480 years, as upper moon rank number 1, Kokushibo did work his way up to that position over the years, and was challenged to a blood battle multiple times, and one of those challengers was my favorite Demon Slayer character, Akaza. So anytime there is a blood battle, the winner is allowed to kill and devour the loser, but out of all the challengers, he only left Akaza alive because Kokushibo enjoyed his battle with him so much also when a demon absorbs or devours another demon their power increases drastically so with those challenges each victory made Kokushibo even more powerful now let's get back to the main part of the story Yorichi took responsibility for his brother's betrayal his inability to destroy Muzan and letting Tamayo go free the other demon slayers demanded that he takes his own life as a penance Which, to me, makes no sense. Yorichi created all these breathing forms for Demon Slayers so so they can actually fight and kill demons. But the newly appointed Oyataka ordered that he be spared and allowed him to leave in banishment. As time went by after being banished from the Demon Slayer Corps, Yorichi continued hunting and killing demons. He did keep in contact with some Hashira he befriended. Seems like he did this so he could follow what's going on with Muzan. The Demon Slayer core fell into disarray. Muzan ended up killing every other breather, so now no one could teach new members' breathing styles. This is what I mean. Why these other Demon Slayers wanted Yorichi to take his own life because of his brother betraying them? It wasn't even Yorichi's fault. He's the only Demon Slayer who created and developed Sun Breathing along with the five other main breathing forms. He is also the only Demon Slayer who nearly killed Muzan. So that made no sense to me at all. Even banishing him, I thought, was ridiculous. Despite the limited lifespan of 25 years for a Demon Slayer who has achieved and unlocked their Demon Slayer mark, Yorichi lived well past 25 years old, as he is now in his 80s. Yorichi wanted to confront his brother, Michikatsu, who is now known as Upper Moon Rank 1, Kokoshibo. Devastated and heartbroken as to what his brother has become, Yorichi just broke down and cried. Kokushibo showed nothing but disgust for his little brother. Because of how old he has become, despite having the mark, Yorichi felt pity for his brother, but knew he had to kill him as he prepared to strike him down. All of a sudden, fear took over Kokushibo, as he saw his brother was still the same powerful swordsman as he was before his 20s. Yorichi told his brother that he was going to attack him as he struck, slicing through his neck before Kokushibo even had a chance to draw his sword. So just think about how fast and powerful Yorichi is in his 80s. Frustrated that his brother was still on another level of strength, speed, agility, and just so much more powerful, even after Kokushibo turn into a demon to attain more power it still wasn't enough to match yorichi's skill at the age he was kokushibo waited for yorichi's next attack but it never came yorichi ended up passing away from old age as he just stood there with his sword holding him up angered by this turn of events kokushibo felt robbed that the one chance to battle his brother in a fair fight was taken away This was the man who almost defeated Muzan and Kokushibo, but now dead and undefeated. Good work, Yorichi. Kokushibo slashed and slashed at his brother's dead corpse in anger and disappointment. As he's doing this, a split flute falls down onto the ground. Yes, the same flute Kokushibo, or Michikatsu, gifted to his brother as a child. Yorichi always carried this flute with him and never forgot about his brother, Michikatsu. Man, this is heartbreaking. Unable to sever his connection with Yorichi, Kokushibo took the split flute and now carried it himself. What a heartbreaking end to a story of twin brothers, but I did love the meaning of the flute and how it ended with that flute as well. It just shows that both brothers did love each other and care for one another even after everything they have been through. Kokushibo's downfall would mainly be envy, and if he didn't have that envy, I bet he would have never turned into a demon, but Muzan's manipulation is on another level, and he was able to fool Kokashibo. Even after being betrayed by his brother, Yorichi still cared for him and kept the flute on him at all times to always remember his brother. But anyway, that is the video and backstory of Yorichi and Michikatsu aka Kokashibo. Hope you all enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments what you thought of both brothers' backstories. Which of the two do you think had a more heartbreaking backstory? Thanks for watching and don't forget... I will catch you on the next episode of Daredevil 19, and I will also see you guys later.